run the ball. You guys have heard me say that all year long. Tonight, they did it, relying on Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, and that offensive line. The Eagles hold on, and they ended up in a shootout. It's the Packers at home. We'll talk about it next on Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Chap. Well, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day it is you're listening to the program. Welcome to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. The Eagles tonight on Sunday Night Football against one of the GOATs, Aaron Rodgers, who you never know which one's going to show up. He's at the stage of his career where he has struggled at times and he also showed that he could still be the Aaron Rodgers we all seen, the Hall of Fame, uh, one of the all-time greats. And he always got to be cognizant of that going into the game, whether it's at home, on the road, whenever. And uh, Rodgers uh, did play well tonight. Uh, he ended up leaving the game, uh, getting injured in the third quarter, uh, which – you know, got to give Green Bay credit. They didn't really bat much of an eye on it. His love came in and played very, very well, uh, showing the promise that, uh, that you know, the Packers have in their potential future quarterback. The Eagles, they stuck to the game plan, and that is why I am very pleased tonight because, uh, you know, like I said in the intro, I've been preaching for them to run the ball more, especially to give it to Miles more. They stuck to the run today throughout the entire game. Green Bay could not stop the run at really any point in the game. Uh, Hurts, I think, early on established that, look, not only do you have to stop our running backs, but you have to stop me. And, uh, and then he made the throw when he needed to. And, uh, you know, they made some, uh, some big plays. Uh, turn the ball over, you know, A.J. Brown, I'm going to talk about it, you know, as I go through some of the highlights uh, and noting points that I want to speak to in this game. But uh, A.J. Brown, for the second straight week, has just been careless with the ball. Uh, so that was disappointing. And they really allowed the Packers to stay in the game because it was really a dominating performance, especially offensively for the Eagles. And I was waiting for that kind of new. Uh, I kind of felt more of this today than even when I spoke in the pregame about the Eagles just coming out and having an offensive – because they've been kind of down the last couple weeks offensively. And, again, I don't think it's been so much that they've been, quote, struggling. I mentioned that also in the pregame. It just seems like they were just a little off here and there. Or just, you know, they get the, a penalty by the offensive lineman, just things that were set them back. I really didn't feel that they were, like, quote, struggling offensively. And I felt that tonight – that they were going to really put it together offensively. I didn't expect to see them, uh, or I shouldn't say expect, I, sh- I didn't see them having back-to-back primetime games where they um, just wouldn't execute offensively. Uh, 
And the Washington game, they just turned the ball over too many times. You know, they don't turn the ball over in that game, they win. Uh, give Washington credit for creating the turnovers or causing some of the turnovers. But, uh, you know, bottom line is if they didn't turn the ball over in that game, and you can say that about a lot of games. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, you know, tonight uh, the Eagles overcame the turnovers, which they weren't able to do against Washington. Uh, but they also turned over. Uh, they got some turnovers of their own, which we'll talk to. But anyway, they come away with a 40-33 to 33, uh, game. It ended up being just a, a wild game at times. I predicted the Eagles would win like 27-20 to 20 or whatever. I think I said that, something like that. My pregame, I forget exactly what the score was, but it was something like that, 27-17, 27-20. That was the score at halftime. <laughs> so that was uh, – I was, I was right about the halftime score. Um but, you know, I thought they'd win between 7 and 10 points, and, and that's basically what they did. Uh, it was – I never thought that the game was a doubt. I just uh, – you know, whenever it's a close game, shootout like this, I, I definitely didn't want to have Aaron Rodgers with the game on the line with two minutes to go or something like that. And I that, then I could have seen the Eagles, you know, potentially giving one away again. But when uh, Rodgers got hurt, and then that – kind of went away, and I didn't really think Love would be able to do that. He's just too young and too raw. But at the same time, he came in and made some really good plays. Watson showed up. I mean, that, that rookie is uh, wide receiver there for the uh, Packers is really, really good. Uh, and he broke a long touchdown run again. I think he's got like six touchdowns in the last three games now. Uh, so, uh, you know, the Packers, they're always going to fight. They get good coaching. And I, I give the Packers a lot of credit because they could have – they were really beating up this game. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to give them a lot of credit. I also don't like the fact that they were definitely, in my opinion, using the fake injury. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but, you know, faking injuries to try to stall the Eagles' momentum. And they did that three or four times in the second half. And that was just to the point where it was almost getting ridiculous. And I'm glad the Eagle fans – refs know about it and let the players know uh, that we knew exactly what the heck they were doing. So uh, credit to anyone out there that went to the Eagles game and, and was part of that crowd tonight because you were in it the whole game. And I love how you were giving it to the Packers players who were uh, suddenly coming down with an injury when the Eagles were just you know marching down the field. Uh, there's no doubt that that was part of the uh, strategy by the Packers. So I'm not, I can't give a ton of credit because I lose respect for teams that pull that crap. Uh, and the, the Packers were definitely doing that. Uh, but, but my point is that Packers, uh, you know, they got a good coaching uh, staff. Uh, they played hard. I thought the Packers, you know, never really were giving up. They were kind of fighting the whole game, even though they just couldn't stop the Eagles running game at all. Uh, I don't think it was due to lack of effort. I just think the Eagles offensive line is just, when they want a beast, when that offensive line shows up to play, you're not stopping the Eagles running game. You're just not. They're that good. And uh, it's fun to watch. It really is. I mean, you know the Eagles going to run it. They know the Eagles going to run it, and they can't stop it. And, uh, and then Hurts, you know, made some really good throws again. And again, he didn't. He doesn't force the ball. Uh, he just he's very smart with the ball. I, I the one thing I would say about Hurts, and I'm going to break down some of the, the talking points that I want to get through here, but uh, I still think. He's running the ball too much. Like, you know, tonight especially, he was taking too many hits. Like, no, 
normally he's been doing very well and getting down before he was hit. You know, he knows he's not getting more yards. He's gone. He goes down. Tonight, he stayed up fighting for that extra yard a little too much. And, uh, you know, you love the heart and determination, but he's got to he's gotta get down. And I think took too many hits. And, uh, you know, he was not afford, you know, for him to get get injured doing that kind of stuff. So uh, I just want him and hopefully the coaching staff will talk to him and say, listen, Jake, you know, get down. Stop fighting for that extra yard or two. Just get down. And uh, he was doing that very well all season. And tonight was the first game where I really just saw him taking uh, – I mean, I could see him doing it once a game where he just, you know, they need an extra couple down, couple yards to get that first down. That, that's okay. But uh, today – Tonight, rather, there was probably at least a handful of times where he should have just went down, and instead he would make that extra last move or try to break that extra last tackle. And uh, those are the type; those are the type of things where you're you're you know you're you're playing with fire. And the Eagles, you know, he needs to be smart and just you know do what he was doing before, and not try to be uh, Superman. He doesn't need to be Superman in this team. Uh, he just needs to continue. To Ways we're playing, which is at an MVP caliber type level. So I don't want to criticize her. It's not criticizing, but I just, you know, I just think he's a, you know, a little bit more uh, cautious and just do what he's been doing all year. You know, he was just taking some liberties out there. Uh, uh, just, you know, just have the brakes on that a little bit. All right. So let me get to the game notes that I that I uh, have. You know, as I was watching the game, I, I, I really, really for the first time all year, I mean, I try to just kind of I to remember things when I do the post game, uh, the recap, and uh, but tonight I, I kind of just jotted down some notes. Uh, the opening drive uh, was just kind of set the set the tone for the game. Uh, Hertz had a you know huge run, a couple of huge runs in that opening drive, and uh, you know they just marched it right down the field and got the uh, got the opening touchdown by uh, Miles Sanders. And uh, uh, you have uh, the great play uh, when the Packers obviously got the ball back. Slate took the pass, and uh, Scott was there to make the interception. And uh, and then you know Sanders, uh, who scored the first touchdown? I think it was Gainwell who scored the first. Scored the first touchdown. I think it was maybe Gainwell. I can't remember now who scored the first freaking touchdown. Because uh, Sanders scored after the pick interception, I believe. Uh, I get that right. Or maybe it was Sanders, Gabriel Sanders. Or Gabriel Sanders, Sanders. Okay. Maybe I should have made that extra note. Uh, but bottom line is, uh, quick turnover there after they had the opening drive. Uh, they pick off Aaron Rodgers and then quickly score. And that was the key. Uh, Elliott missed the extra point somehow. I know it was kind of windy tonight. It was kind of wise uh, I don't know if that's the reason why he missed it, but uh, you know the Eagles were up at thirteen to nothing there very quickly, and then the Packers, uh, to their credit, you know they uh, didn't uh, not that they would not when they were Rodgers, they know they're not going to ever give up or just lay down. Uh, they they orchestrated a very nice drive and don't have a touchdown run to get thirteen to seven, and. And then uh, there was the big fourth and fourth and one miscue, uh, where the Eagles was so strange. 
mean, I showed the replay a couple different times on the, uh, you know, broadcast. And it's just so strange. It's like Kelsey kind of hiked the ball, but kind of held on to the ball. I don't know if he held on to the ball because he didn't really want to hike the ball. I don't know. It was just the strangest thing. But obviously the whole line was already engaged in the play. Kelsey's sitting there still holding on to the ball between his legs. Hurts never got the ball. Finally, the ball gets fumbled out from Kelsey. Sanders is down the spot, picks it up, and just is not able to uh, – and just basically falls on the ball. Uh, and maybe he tries to stretch for another yard. They weren't able to make it. Big, huge play. And the Eagles have been so good at that. They showed the, the stats uh, going into the game. They were 18 out of 20 and fourth and one. And, and there was a point late where they were 0-2. And uh, that was key because, again, for a guy like Rodgers, you know, the quarterback, for most quarterbacks, you're like, okay, turn it over, sucks, tough loss. Rodgers will make you pay for those types of things, and he did. As the uh, Packers quickly capitalized and uh, scored a touchdown to uh, take the lead, 14 to 13. Uh, so suddenly we were, you know, what was looking like a potential route. Uh, you know, the Eagles kind of running away with it. Suddenly, they're losing 14-13. Uh, and then uh, the Eagles, to their credit, uh, also responded right back. Uh, you had uh, Ertz go to A.J. Brown for a big 20-yard gain on this drive. And then again, Sanders, uh, you know, Miles had a couple really nice uh, long runs. Hurts uh, had a very long run, I think, on this, on this drive uh, where he went down the sideline for like 40 yards. I think Hertz had like a hundred and something yards of seat, uh, rushing by the end of the first quarter. I mean, it was it was crazy. Uh, Sanders ended up uh, with a touchdown there to give the uh, Eagles the lead again, which they never would relinquish from that point. Uh, shortly after that play, on the next series of downs, C.J. Gardner, um, or he, maybe Gardner got hurt. Was it the Dylan touchdown? I can't remember now, but uh, it was right around this time in the game where C.J. Gardner, uh, who you know, leads the NFL in interceptions, uh, went to tackle uh, one of the wide receivers and hit him hard, but he took the brunt of it. So the point was pretty scary. Like He was down in the field for the longest time. Then he had two Eagles or you know, training staff help walk him off the field, and he looked like he could barely stand. Uh, and then they carted him off. Uh, I was thinking he either has a stinger because of the way that his kind of uh, neck bounced off the guy. I still think it's kind of like a stinger slash maybe concussion as well, or maybe it's both that going on. Uh, that's my guess just from visually looking at it. I'm not a doctor. I haven't heard any reports on what his injury was. Uh, or I think the dude from broadcast might have said the ribs, which I don't think it was a rib issue. It could be. I mean, the way he angled his body was, I thought it was more like a neck issue. But he might have strained and maybe tore some rib cartilage, which if you've ever done that, makes it extremely hard to breathe. And maybe he was having – and it's very painful. So it could be – I guess that would be – I would say his injury is one of three things, or maybe a combination of uh, – of like a stinger, rib cartilage injury, uh, or a concussion. Uh, it, could, it could be, like I said, two of the three, all three. I mean, uh, 
whatever the case, I hope he's okay. He definitely did not look good uh, leaving the field. Uh, I always love when they say he's questionable to come back. I mean, clearly there was no way C.J. Gardner was coming back in that game. I mean, they could barely get off the field. I mean, just call him out. I, mean, I don't understand the whole questionable. He's, he, there's no nobody was thinking he was coming back in the game. Now, with Gardner coming out, uh, we got to see Reed Blankenship for the first time this year in game, and he immediately made an impact and picked off Rodgers on a great play. Uh, where he read Rodgers. And for a guy to come in off the, you know, cold bench and uh, hasn't played a down since the preseason, and to make that read and jump that route like he did with Rodgers, that was impressive. That was super impressive. I mean, that guy was not like a bug-eyed out there uh, trying to just, you know, make sure he doesn't make steak, you know, in a big game like this. Uh, he aggressively went after the ball and made a, Huge interception. And then in, during the game, he had a lot of nice hits and tracked the ball well, uh, played against the run well. I mean, it was, it was, uh, he definitely caught my attention. And uh, just even outside of the interception, obviously it's going to catch everyone's attention, but just watching him uh, play the run and attack, uh, attack the way he hit, I, I, I want to see more Blankenship, you know. And this is not the state of the, you know, looking for him to, replace Gardner or anything. I just I think this guy needs to be on the field. Or I certainly would like to see more most of them or, or more of him out there. And uh, and I don't feel as bad if Gardner's gonna miss a week or two now. I don't know again how bad his injury is. Uh you know, but uh, I don't feel uh as concerned that when he initially went out when I saw what blanket shipped it on the field today. So uh Props to him for uh, for playing a great game. Then the AJ Brown fumble. So once again, the you know the Eagles took a lead again, and then suddenly you know they're driving, and Brown fumbles. It's like the only times Eagles have lost or potentially lost you know this season is when they've shot themselves in the foot by turning the ball over. Uh, the Washington game, of course, keep pointing to that one, and AJ Brown again uh, just wrecked careless with the ball. I mean, it's like. AJ, we love you. We love you here in Philly. You're doing great things here. But, man, hold on to the ball, dude. And uh, I was pissed. I mean, when, when I saw him do that again, because last week he did the same thing. You know, just careless with the ball, trying to fight for extra yards. You know, you know players are pushing that ball out whenever chance they have. You have to secure the ball, AJ. And he was reckless with the ball again, holding it very loose. And, you know, he came in and just knocked it right out very easily, knocked it out, and uh, and uh, almost scored. You know, they ran all the way down inside the 10-yard line. And all of a sudden, here we go, Green Bay's right back in the game. Uh, and that was just – those are preventable. You know, so A.J., I was pissed. I was almost like, you know, as great as he is and as much as we love A.J. Brown, I, I do – I love the guy. The guy is awesome. But I was like – Dude, Sirianni should yank his ass out of the game right now because it's two straight weeks and there's been kills to the ball. He needs to sit his ass on the bench. Like, if Sirianni did that to him, I would have not complained at all. As, as valuable as he is on the field, I think it was, I think it would have been a, a, a good thing to do. And uh, he didn't do that, but uh, uh, but that was just such a, such a huge uh, turn of events again in the game. Uh, then the Eagles uh, did have the ball 
Now, this was a key drive because the Eagles had the ball, uh, you know, just over two minutes or so. Uh, it was like maybe three minutes, if I recall correctly, something like that. When they got the finals possession in the second quarter. And uh, I thought this was a key drive because you knew Green Bay was going to get the ball to start the second half. And you would love to have the Eagles go up, uh, you know, by a touchdown before the end of the half. It was 20 to 20th, I believe, at this time of the game. And the Eagles uh, marched the ball down the field again, primarily with the run, but Jalen was also making some throws. And then Jalen threw like a, tw- I don't know, 25, 30 yard pass, I think it was, right, right around 30 yards or so. Uh, to Quez in the uh, right in front of the pylon there on the right side of the uh, of the field, just a beautiful throw, timing route, uh, perfectly thrown, perfectly read, perfectly executed by Quez in the corner there, uh, and uh, just just a great play. And what I like about Hertz this year, and you've seen it uh, with all of his wide receivers, which is great. He does it with Goddard. He does it with. Uh, AJ, he's done it with Smith. He's done it with everybody. Now he's done it with Quez. He trusts him. He was not doing this last year. This is another big step that Hertz has made this year is trusting his wide receivers to make the play, not waiting for them to get open. I've said this a lot. and This is what Hertz did a lot last season. He was waiting for his guys to get open. And you remember my uh, Matt and I talked about this before the season started, that one of the things we needed to see him do was not wait the, you know, you had to throw guys open, throw them open. And that's that's not that's where a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL level fail because they don't, you know, you're not going to get these big five-yard, ten-yard separations that you see in college. Uh, you have to throw wide receivers open in the NFL. And uh, Hertz is doing that this year. That's probably one of the biggest steps that he's made. It probably is the biggest step that he's made, other than some of the other ones he's done, like not leaving the pocket too early. And uh, just being more accurate with the ball. Those are the other things. The reading defense is better. He's done all that too, which is why he is, you know, in the MVP conversation. Because Hertz has made all of those leaps. So, anyway, on that play, he threw Quez open. And Quez made a great play. To his credit, hauled it in. Eagles go up 27 to 20 just before the half. Huge drive. Huge, huge drive. And, uh, uh, I don't make I didn't make a lot of notes really in the second half. I kind of quit quit making notes, but I'll just talk about you know some of the things I've already kind of covered. Uh, the other really huge huge key was when the Eagles were up uh, by seven late later in the game, and Sirianni made the choice rather than to give Green Bay the ball back or you know by putting it or going for it on like fourth. I think it was like fourth and seven or something like that. Uh, he made a choice to bring out Jake Elliott uh, for a 54-yarder. And, again, these conditions tonight, there was a storm front that went through just prior to the game that dumped a lot of rain in the Philly area. That The rain cleared out for the game, but there was the winds behind it still that were uh, blowing around 25, 30 miles an hour. And for a 54-yard field goal, you could tell, especially on the Green Bay sideline after Jake made that kick that they were more surprised that he made it than anything else or just like wow the guy just kicked that because i don't think that they expected jake to be able to kick it from that far out in this game uh and it was a gutsy call by seriani now we know jake's got the leg and we know jake can kick those clutch field goals he's done it many times uh 
but to do it against the elements is always tricky. And, uh, and Jake nailed it. Um, you know, plenty of distance and split the uprights and, and the huge kick by Jake Elliott to put the Eagles up by 10, which really made it a two possession, uh, possession game with, uh, just over two minutes left to go in the game. So, uh, I think it was maybe five minutes left to go in the game, if I remember right. And with that, you know, the, uh, the again to Jordan Love's credit, who came in for the injured Rogers. That's I guess that's the part that I really didn't talk about yet. Is Rogers uh, early in the third quarter took a couple hits, uh, and one of them was to the ribs, and uh, or the oblique area. I guess they were calling it an oblique injury, but it was like an oblique rib issue. And Rogers basically for the whole when he was playing during the third quarter because it happened early in the third quarter when this uh, when he was injured. Uh, he was, he was wincing. He was hurting out there. He looked like he could barely walk, let alone, uh, throw a ball. And every time he did try to throw it, he was, he was in immense pain and he eventually took himself out of the game. So, uh, in comes Jordan Love, who's, uh, uh, you know, first round traffic of the, uh, Packers, and he's been kind of riding the pines, you know, the, uh, with uh, with obviously Aaron Rodgers there, and came in and looked really good, threw some really good passes, uh, made some plays, hit, hit Watson for the large, you know, for the long touchdown run. Uh, he didn't look phased. And that guy, you know, he showed me something. I mean, he didn't look all big eyed either coming into a game, uh, you know, on a big stage on a on a prime time game. Uh, that guy looked ready to go. So. Uh, Anybody who's out there that's a Packers fan and may be listening, uh, you may have something there, which would be amazing because they already went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and they may go to another guy that, that's got a lot of promise. And you know, I'm not putting him in those, you know, those other two guys category right now, but I'm just saying, you know, you may have another quarterback uh, waiting in the wings. Uh, so I was impressed by what I saw out of Jordan Love, but ultimately uh, they kicked the field goal to get it to a touchdown. They didn't have three timeouts left, uh, but obviously because they needed two possessions, they ended up kicking a field goal, trying the outside kick. The Eagles recover the outside kick, and then again, they know <laughs> they knew the run was coming. The Eagles just had to get one first down, and uh, and they did just ran the ball three straight times. First down, Miles put them over, and that was the ball game. And the Eagles uh, come out with a. Uh, 40 to 30 victory over the Packers uh, in a game that ended up being super high scoring and uh, a very entertaining game. I mean, uh, and uh, go to 10 and 1 on the season. So the uh, they would go on to play the Titans next week, who are coming off a tough loss to Cincinnati. Uh, so they're going to be uh, they're going to be ready to ready to go next week. And they're a good team. Not only do they have probably the best running back in the NFL right now in, in uh, King Henry, uh, who's going to be another huge challenge for this defense to stop. Uh, but Tannehill's back, so uh, their wide receiver is back there. Uh, they want to replace Brown. I forget his name off the top of my head. Burks, I think is his name. And they got a really good defense. And you know they're well coached with uh, Mike Vrabel over there. So... That's going to be a tough matchup next week uh, for the Eagles at home uh, against the Titans. But uh, we'll talk about that, obviously, for the pregame show later this week. But uh, for tonight, one other thing I wanted to touch on 
is the Eagles' defense and special teams because both of those are the big losers out of night for me. And I don't even blame so much the defense as I do Gannon. And Gannon's going to be a target again. A lot of Eagle fans don't like him. I'm not a huge fan of him. I think he's a smart guy, but I don't like his. I don't like. I just don't like his coaching style. He's too passive. I mean, especially when Love comes into the game, and especially when you knew that Aaron Rodgers was injured and couldn't throw. Like it was clear that they weren't going down the field once Aaron Rodgers was injured. He was only throwing those quick outs or quick flat passes. Aaron was done throwing down the field in that game, and it was so obvious to me sitting at home on my couch. It's like, Gannon, dude, blitz. If there's ever time for you to actually freaking blitz, it's now. Doesn't blitz. I don't think he blitzed the entire game. I don't remember seeing one single blitz. I may be wrong. I don't, you know, uh, maybe they did. But the bottom line is they didn't blitz. They did not. And when you get a, then you get a love coming in there who's got some legs. So you got to be worried about him scrambling. But they didn't blitz him either. They didn't blitz him either. Even after the, you know, he gave him time and he hit the big touchdown pass to Watson. The next series of downs he came in, Cannon doesn't blitz. Way too passive for me and Eagles fans. And I can sense the building up frustration of Eagle fans with Gannon. And I've been critical of myself. I've kind of, you know, let him go for the most part this season. I haven't talked much about it on the podcast. Uh, probably because the Eagles have been winning. But tonight it's like, Dude, you got to get some pressure. You can't always rely on our front four guys. And especially in situations where you have a quarterback that you know is injured, you can't throw, he's not going to throw the ball down the field anymore. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Jordan Love coming in, he's got one career start, and you're just not blitzing him. You're just playing this passive, keep everything in front of you in defense. It's getting to be too much for me. And I know there's Eagle fans that are ready to just, you know, destroy this guy several weeks ago. So that needs to be addressed. And I don't know if that's going to be addressed because that just seems to be his coaching style. And, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to be drying my eyes if Gannon ends up going getting a head coaching job somewhere because I'm not overly impressed by Gannon. Just not. I do think he's a smart guy. Uh, I do think he's got a potential of being a good NFL coach in the league. But, you know, this is Philly. And Philly loves our aggressive defenses and our attacking-style defenses. You know, during the halftime show today, or you know, they had a ceremony of uh, two uh, Eagles legends, uh, you know, Trent Cole and Hugh Douglas. Both guys played under Jimmy Johnson uh, or Sean McDermott, you know, guys that uh, were of the attacking-style defense. And, you know, you see Dawkins out there today and Trotter. They brought some of those teammates back. And it's like, and I think that just kind of just uh, emphasizes uh, the attacking defense that the Eagles once had right during the halftime show, during a game where they have Gannon out there playing a passive defense. What a contrast. What a contrast. And, uh, I just, you know, like I said, uh, I'm not going to kill Gannon. I don't think he's the worst defensive coach in the world. But, my God, can you just attack an offense for once? Um, 
and the special teams. This special teams head coach, or not head coach, but this special teams coach, this guy's going to get fired at the end of the season. I'd fire him now. I mean, it's I've seen it all year. The Eagles are horrible covering. They've they've and they can't return ever. Now they finally put Boston Scott back there, who's given them a little bit more of a boost on the return game. We didn't see anything on Covey tonight because nobody punted. I think there was one punt the whole game, or you know, by both teams, both sides. Uh, I think punted once. Uh, but Covey hasn't shown me much. I, I kind of uh, hit on that the last uh, uh, during the, uh, last week. But this special teams coach, I mean, you saw in Dallas game that guy almost broke it against us, and then twice tonight, almost three times, three long runs, got him the ball at midfield. This can't happen. Those things need to be addressed and fixed immediately. And I don't know how they're going to do it, but that's got to be worked on. I know Sirianni said that in a press conference that he's going to take a look at the film and and he's going to they're going to get that fixed. You have to because you know if you get once you get in the playoffs, it's going to be tight, close games, and field position is going to be even more important than it is during a regular season game. It's always important. But those are the type of games where let's just say the Eagles, you know, rally late and take a lead, and, and then they kick it off late in the game, and the guy brings it back to to you know midfield, and they kick field goal and win, and the Eagles go home. I mean, you gotta tighten up that special teams. You have to. So those are my thoughts. Uh, good game, entertaining game. Uh, it was nice to see the Eagles' offense just do whatever they wanted offensively today. You know, against a pretty good, pretty good, not going to say a great defense, pretty good defense uh, that Green Bay has. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, they found ways to move the offense without Goddard, you know, getting the ball to Quez a little bit more, um, passing to the running backs a little bit. And AJ Brown and Smith obviously getting involved, uh, and mostly to run. I mean, they, they leaned on the run and this offensive line. Tonight, and I have I. It's hard to have even a greater appreciation for guys like Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson than I already do. But I mean, my God, watching those guys do their thing because they did focus on it on the during the broadcast tonight, and it's it's stuff that you don't really necessarily pay attention to during the games, uh, unless sometimes the broadcasts do that, and they did tonight, and it was it was it really does give you a super. At least it did it for me, a great appreciation. For JC, Jason Kelsey and, and Lane Johnson, the two big guys, uh, the two huge, huge, huge elements to uh, to this team, and there's a, there's a reason why the Eagles have such a losing record without Lane Johnson being in the lineup. Unfortunately, Kelsey knocking wood has been healthy for you know for majority of his career, uh, but uh, I mean they're they're just two integral players uh, as far as how this offense goes, and and hats off to Miles Sanders tonight too. You guys know. Uh, through many, 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 many episodes, countless episodes where I probably just said it and you guys are rolling your eyes. I said, give Miles Sanders the damn ball. He's one of the best running backs in the league. And whenever the Eagles do that, Miles just backs it up, backs up what I say. And uh, I don't know, you know, we'll talk off season if the Eagles are going to be able to to sign him because they have so many guys and a lot of money they're going to have to spend to keep some of these players. They have a ton of, of free agents or potential free agents, and Miles is one of them. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to get him at a bargain price this season he's having now. He's up to eight touchdowns. I think he's going to be close to top five in 
rushing yards right now. His stock is going up, and his asking price is going up as a result. Uh, but I, I love Miles. You guys know that. I think he's he's so underappreciated, not only in through the NFL, but even on the Eagles, except for fans like me who have recognized his talent and said, just give him the freaking ball. Uh, so hats off to Miles Sanders and the offensive line tonight because they got the job done and gained one when he had to do some spell carries. Uh, I love he, he runs hard too. I mean, Gainwell is uh, he's a nice he's a nice guy to bring in there to give Miles a breather every once in a while. And Boston Scott also played well tonight. So uh, lots of positives. Definitely a lot of positives on offense. Some concerns on defense. Uh, some concerns with some injuries uh, in the game. So we'll see um, in the coming days how bad those were. Some guys should hopefully be returning in the next couple of weeks, like Jordan Davis. Uh, you know, and Maddox, hopefully are the next two that should be coming back. I don't know about next week, but perhaps the week after, uh, we'll see how that all works out. But either way, uh, the Eagles got the job done tonight against the hall of fame quarterback and the green Bay Packers till next time. Thank you all for tuning in. As always, we'll be back in a few days to talk about the Titans game. But until then it's 10 and one Philly. Best record in the NFL, best fans in the NFL, best listeners in the NFL, best podcast in the NFL. Thank you for tuning in to the Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. We'll talk again next time. Take care. Fly, Eagles. Fly. Catch you next time. Take care.